Visit the Zoo with your host, author Frederick Fishman. Hello and welcome again to the Visit the Zoo podcast. And my name is Frederick Fishman. I'm an author of 120 animals that are described in a 12-book series called Visit the Zoo. It's an audiobook as well as e-books and print books. And also my first volume of a DVD is out. I also want to mention that we do have a sister website at www.zooanimals.info. That's www.zooanimals.info. And we've also started a Patreon campaign. If you want to help support everything that we do here on the podcast and everything else, visit the zoo. You can go to patreon.com slash visit the zoo. And it's p-a-t-r-e-o-n.com, patreon.com slash visit the zoo. The other thing that I wanted to mention right off the top, and I don't know whether you notice my voice is different with this particular episode compared to all the others, and that's because I took a month off. I recorded some previous episodes and lined them all up and got them ready to go, but as of a month ago, I had surgery on my sinuses and my throat to repair some problems I was having in my larynx, and I'm still a little rough in my vocal cords, so I do apologize right off the bat with that and hopefully in the coming weeks it'll smooth out just a little bit what i wanted to do is do a few things different this week on visit the zoo and usually i read three separate stories right at the top for our zoo news and i'm going to do something different i'm going to read four stories they're not that long but what's unique about these stories is that they're all different but they're all related. And what they do is they describe the cycle of life. This first story comes from a Chinese online website, Xinhua, and the dateline is San Francisco. One of the oldest living giraffes has died at the Oakland Zoo in the U.S. western state of California. The zoo tweeted on Thursday. The 28-year-old giraffe named Tiki was well known to local residents for donning an extra coat to keep warm against winter over nine years ago. Tiki was 95 in giraffe years and extremely feeble. She was euthanized at the zoo for suffering multiple diseases. With heavy hearts, we mourn the loss of Tiki, the zoo said on its official Twitter account. The animal was born in the zoo and gave birth to five healthy calves over the past years the zoo said, adding that she also helped raise seven calves who were not her own. Tiki gained her fame in 2008 when she needed that special custom-made coat to go outside from her heated barn to socialize with her herdmates in the winter months. Extolled as being patient and gentle, she was loved by many zoo-goers who went to visit her at the zoo. This next story was from Newsweek. It's titled, Zoo Animal Little Mama world's oldest known chimpanzee, dies at 79 years old. Little Mama, the oldest known chimpanzee on record, died Tuesday in her late 70s, according to the Palm Beach Post. She was born before the end of World War II, and she lived into her 70s until Tuesday when she died in the company of eight other chimpanzees 
and employees at the Lion Country Safari Park in Loxahatchee, Florida. Although not confirmed, the cause of death is suspected as kidney failure, according to the Post. As Florida's Sun Sentinel reports, chimpanzees in captivity usually live to 50 and 60 years old, and their counterparts in the wild are expected to live 40 to 50. Referred to as mama by her caretakers, this chimp was described as the kindest soul I've ever known. Chimpanzee, human, or otherwise, said Tina Barber, one of the Lion Country Safari's primate curators. She was believed to have been born in the late 1930s. She was visited by Jane Goodall in 1972, and then again in 2015. Little Mama, whose loss seems to have rocked a great deal of emotion from those who cared for her and visited her at the zoo, was also at the center of attention regularly. Her annual birthday party celebration was something of an event and that the staff celebrated each Valentine's Day. So now, after those first two stories, let's turn the cycle of life with this one. The Milwaukee County Zoo recently announced the birth of a new baby gorilla, Sahara, which in Swahili means blossom. She made her way into the world on September the 9th. She was born to mother Naku and father Cassius. Zahara is a healthy four-pound newborn that spends her day nursing, sleeping, clinging closely to her mother's stomach, as all newborn gorillas do the first six months of life. Births are great for the zoo as well as the animals in the collection, said Diane Kruger, the ape and primate zookeeper at the zoo. Jennifer Delibitary Shea, the Milwaukee Zoo's public relations coordinator, said that the attendance is especially high for Zahara in comparison to other newborn animals because she is an endangered western lowland gorilla. This might be the only time visitors will be able to see such a precious newborn outside of traveling to Africa. She will serve as an ambassador for her wild counterparts, educating the public about the conservation of this species. Western lowland gorillas such as Sahara live in the tropical rainforests of Central Africa and are critically endangered. The species faces increasing threats from disease, wildlife trade, poaching, and human encroachment. Over the past 20 years, more than 60% of the western lowland gorilla populations have seen a marked decline. And this next story is from the West Meather Examiner. West Meather is a town northwest of Dublin, Ireland. Dublin Zoo has announced the birth of a southern white rhinoceros calf. The male calf, yet to be named, was born to Mother Nyla and Father Chaka on Sunday, November the 12th, and weighs approximately 50 kilograms. The youngster is Nyla's first calf, and the birth marks another significant success for the Dublin Zoo as part of the European Endangered Species Program, established to assist the survival of the southern white rhinoceros. Visitors will be able to get a glimpse of the mother and calf through the window into the rhinoceros house. It is estimated that 20,000 of these animals exist in the wild, and a majority are found in South Africa, Zimbabwe, Namibia, and Kenya. Poaching for rhino horn is the most significant threat to the wild population. So there you have it, four different stories, but somehow they're all the same. And the next segment that we usually come to are animal sounds and i play you three mystery animal sounds but i'm going to do something different this week i'm going to play one animal sound and the clip 
uh, that I'm going to play you runs at one, one minute, 52 seconds. And then to get the answer of what the animal was, I'm going to play you a longer clip uh, later on in the episode. The clip is from the Heelsville Sanctuary in Australia. And you'll hear some family sounds in the background. But I think the one thing you'll notice is the clip of this animal, the sound clip of this animal, was recorded quite close. I'm going to start it right now. And you just sit back and listen. Just enjoy this. There you go. That was a long extended clip. I thought you'd get a big kick out of it. I'll tell you all about uh, this bird. It's obviously a bird. When we get to the segment where I give you the answer of what the bird is and also a little bit about him. Let's go to our featured animal description for this week. And when I first did the research on this thing i i saw it at a zoo and i forget which one it was and i read the nameplate and i couldn't quite believe it that this animal exists but i want to play you this description that, that comes from the 12 book animal zoo series just sit back and listen to the description of this thing Ready? all right here we go this next guy is even more precious first of all the author swears that he did not make up the names of the previous creature or this creature, the Goliath bird-eating spider. How is it possible that a spider could eat a bird, or for that matter, its other favorites, rodents, frogs, lizards, snakes, and bats? To put it plainly, the Goliath bird-eating spider is huge. These things can grow to one foot. That's 12 inches in diameter. That's as big as a large dinner plate or serving platter. They live in marshes, swamps, in northern South America, in the rainforest. They have fangs and bite, but the venom from their bite is not generally harmful to humans. The venom they secrete from their legs, however, can be harmful to humans. So, don't pick one up which I doubt if you will. 
They have no teeth, so this is how they eat. By the way, skip this part if you are squeamish or easily made nauseous. They spit in digestive juices into their captured and dead prey, which breaks down tissue into a gooey mass. The spider then sucks up the gooey mass and eats. They eat rodents, frogs, lizards, snakes, and bats. The name bird-eating came from an early observation in the 1800s when one was found eating a hummingbird. Even more shocking, females always mate with males, but when they're finished mating, they usually eat the male. The females live from 15 to 25 years. The males, well, you can say considerably less. Finally, here's an interesting fact and in the reason they were put into this chapter. Their primary diet in captivity is cockroaches. All right, I think you've got it all. What do you say we leave this building, get into the sunshine and fresh air, and continue our exploration of the zoo? There you go. The Goliath bird-eating spider. So let's get to the answer of what that mystery animal sound was. I'm going to play you a clip. runs about three minutes. It's a section of a BBC documentary that I'm going to be using with fair use that was called Earth. This first aired in March of 2006. The presenter is David Attenborough. He, of course, is a world-famous television presenter and naturalist, and he describes this bird in great detail. And the name of the bird is called the lyre bird. And I'll tell you a little bit about him and his habitat and his life after we listen to this clip. What bird has the most elaborate, the most complex, beautiful song in the world. Well, I guess there are lots of contenders, but this bird must be one of them. The superb lyrebird of South Australia. He clears a space in the forest to serve as his concert platform. To persuade females to come close and admire his plumes, he sings the most complex song he can manage. And he does that by copying the songs of all the other birds he hears around him, such as the kookaburra. It's a very convincing impersonation. Even the original is fooled. He can imitate the calls of at least 20 different species. He also, in his attempt to outsing his rivals, incorporates other sounds that he hears in the forest. That was a camera shutter.
and again. And now a camera with a motor drive. And that's a car alarm. And now the sounds of foresters and their chainsaws working nearby. That really is amazing uh, that the lyrebird can make those sounds. By the way, uh, his name is Lyrebird, and that's spelled L-Y-R-E. He's mostly a ground bird. He, he can take flight in an emergency, like if he's startled or frightened, but not very high. He's named the lyrebird because his tail is framed in the shape of a lyre, and a lyre used to be a musical instrument that was used in ancient Greece. It had a unique shape to it, and his tail goes into that shape when he goes mating or looking for a mate. He is probably the world's best mimic of sounds, as you can hear. Not only of human sounds, but also sounds of other birds. Another famous Australian bird, the kookaburra, he's really good at imitating. And it's really hard to tell the difference between the real kookaburra and the lyrebird. This bird is very ancient. It's been around for a long time. 15 million years fossils have been found. And he's also known as the Australian bird of paradise. Like I said, they are poor flyers and they generally stick to the ground. They are 74 to 84 centimeters long. They are long-lived birds too. They can live as long as 30 years. And they're found in Australia in the provinces of Victoria, New South Wales, Southeast Queensland, and also the adjacent island of Tasmania. They live in dense brush. They usually sing throughout the year, but the animals really start singing June through August during a mating season. They can imitate just about anything that they hear, anything that they can pick up from, as you could hear just now with that clip, camera clips or sirens forestation human sounds like chainsaws it really is astounding that, that they can pick up and mimic and spit back out those sounds let's go back to our standard operating procedure here in the last part of this episode and is where I either give you a quote or read a poem about the animal world. And I'm going to read you a, a short poem by Sierra Marston and it was published in January of 2009 and the title is called Wolves. Wolves howling towards the moon, gray and dark, sitting on a rock, snow falling all around, pine trees swaying, green and white soft like a feather, goes to sleep, wakes up in the snow, covered in a blanket, joins the rest of the pack to get the kill for breakfast and again for the next day and the next. And that just about wraps up this episode of 
visit the zoo. And I want to thank you very much for joining me. I just, I got to tell you, I love doing these podcasts. I love telling you about the animal world and describing a little bit about how they live and their habitat. Also playing the sounds and reading the news stories. And I hope that you will join me again for another episode of Visit the Zoo. I hope that you will subscribe so you can get noticed when these episodes are released. And they're usually released on every Monday. Every Monday we have a new one. So try and subscribe, rate, and review, and I would appreciate that. You also may want to check out our website at zooanimals.info. That's zooanimals.info. Finally, try and visit our new Patreon site if you want to support what we do here at Visit the Zoo and keep us going. I would appreciate it at patreon.com slash visit the zoo. So join us again next week when we take a look at some more animal sounds, read a little bit about the animals and their lives and the world they live in. Thanks a lot. 